Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to another episode of our content talk. That's the only show that cuts through the glam, the glitz, and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find. You know, the thing about truth is that the truth is often skewed by delusion. The truth always exists. It never changes. It's always there, right there in front of your face, screaming at you to see it. But you can't, not because you're crazy, but because self-delusion is more powerful than insanity. You want something to be true when you're a sincere person, when you mean well, when you quote-unquote empathize. Because you understand when you empathize and you understand the pain that that must cause and therefore you proceed to wish it away. And you convince yourself that this horrible thing that really does exist in society does not exist because it's not possible because you live in society and you're such a nice person. And everyone you know at least seems to be a nice person too. And so therefore in your mind you, you will it away and you do silly things like um, you know escaping uh, into prayer or meditation to calm your quote-unquote anxiety, which is really oftentimes guilt, by the way, and guilt can cause anxiety. And no, I'm not talking about Gad. I'm not stupid. Don't placate me with silly things like that. I'm talking about the stress, the, the anxiety that comes from stress, that feeling inside of you that's telling you that something's not right do you ever wonder if people before a genocide felt similar things similar pangs similar notes similar feelings of unease how long had you been feeling those feelings of anxiety before the riots started to break out, folks? How long had you been feeling those feelings of anxiety before the thefts started to occur, before the suicide by cop went up, before the murder rate went up, before the domestic abuse rate went up? How long had you been feeling those feelings of unease? That's not God. That's your biology telling you dangers on the way. Danger's on the way. Danger is still on the way. Danger on top of danger is on the way. School shootings have increased. Everything's increased. Workplace shootings have increased. No, they're not at unmanageable levels. No, they're not at the highest levels they've ever been. But they've increased. So ask yourself, why? Why? Why now? How did you know it was coming before? Because you saw it everywhere. But you cover it up. You, that's what we do as human beings. We cover it up, at least in America. I don't know how it is in other countries. We cover up the problems. We cover them up. We say, no, no, there's no way it's as bad as all this. Let me escape into religion. Let me escape into binge-watching television. Let me escape into video games. Let me escape here. Let me escape there. Wherever the escape is, I'm not telling you that you're a bad person for indulging in escapism. I'm just telling that you, you, that you have to come back to reality from time to time. 
I'm not one to tell you to give up on video games to remain vigilant because you know what you'll do? You'll start reading books and then that will become your thing. And then you'll have your head in books all the time. They have this term. It's called your, you have your head in the books. You ever wonder why? It's because it's the same effect that video games have on you. It's the same effect that television has on you. You're not smarter because you read books because that's your thing where you escape. You're not smarter because you go to the theater to escape instead of watching TV. Are you insane? It's the same fucking basic thing. And in fact, some could argue that the person who's playing video games is probably smarter than you because they figured out a way to ha ha interact at their house. They don't need anyone. They don't need to de depend on anyone. They don't need to get sick or anything. They don't need to be exposed to any germs. Don't tell people that. They might never come back to the theater. <laughs> And who knows, you know, who knows what the future of the theater is. It's kind of why you have to invest in online now. But that's beside the point. The point is that we all escape. And this is what I refer to as delusion. I'm not talking about delusional personality disorder. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the strong delusion of escapism. You don't need to have a personality disorder to be an escapist you could just be an escapist <laughs> you you could be a dreamer you could be someone who's just they always have their head in the clouds there's a play um i believe it's by aristophanes called the clouds and it's about philosophers sitting around talking just talking all the time talk 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 and then in the meantime you know the the whole empire falls because of all the talking there's got to be a point where you stop escaping. That's why I say debate is similar. You're escaping. You're, you've created a false reality for yourself in a debate where everyone's nice to each other. And, oh, if, if you say certain things, you get points taken away. That's not how real life works. <laughs> you dullards. Look, I appreciate what you do in terms of writing, what you contribute to, to discussion, you know, real discussion, though, but not debate, not sitting online and typing. You just said a logical fallacy. You just said a logical fallacy. Oh, my God. Look at the escapism. The clouds, their heads are in the clouds. <laughs> they predicted it back in ancient Greece, and it's never going to change because that's what people like that do. And look, people like that are just like people who play video games to escape and people who watch TV to, to escape. And so it's all the same thing. And so I'm not saying anything bad about anyone in particular. I'm saying this is human nature. Escapism. Let me not deal with the problem. Let me find a way to get out of it. Call it laziness. Call it whatever you want. Call it apathy. I don't care. Call it whatever you like. Okay? But we have this thing where we want to get away from the problem instead of dealing with it, confronting it, overcoming it, and solving it. Probably because it's easier. Probably because that's evolution. And it's in our biology. So why am I talking about this? Well, in the Bay Area, there's a strong delusion of equality. There's a strong delusion that anyone can get a job no matter what their race is because it's the Bay Area. It's the Bay Area, and that's, that means there's no racism. There's no racism in the Bay Area. It never happens. It never happens. 
And do you know, when I was a kid, they just said that about the Bay Area. And it still wasn't true. But now it's extended to places like Los Angeles. Los Angeles? Los Angeles thinks they're liberal now? <laughs> Los Angeles. Listen. Listen to me right now. <laughs> if you think for one second that Los Angeles, <laughs> L.A., with good old Eric Garcetti down there, who was who was ready to he was ready to tear shit up during the Black Lives Matter protest you saw him out there. <laughs> I don't take shit from those niggers. <laughs> that was the subtext of way. I don't take shit from no black people. Let me tell you something. I'm Eric Garcetti, and I'm really upset because they're coming for Robert De Niro or whoever the fuck lives in LA. <laughs> We gotta protect the rich people. I'm Eric Garcetti. You're not liberal. You're not accepting. You don't do colorblind casting. Stop saying that. Take that off of your casting list or I'm never gonna audition again. <laughs> When I see that, when I see that BS line about, oh, we, 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 we cast people from all backgrounds here. <laughs> I can't. I can't take it. I see it. I see it in some of the audition things. And I just become blind with rage. Blinded with rage. I just turn the thing off. I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> Leave me alone. Stop lying. You have any idea? You know, in my own town, in my own town, my own town, where I live as an actor, and everyone who uh, saw me has seen me in plays. I know they have because, I mean, they had to have seen at least once. I've been in too many for them not to, and I've frequently done shows here. But only the college. <laughs> and I won an award. I've won several awards, actually, for acting. But only the college? that I went to, that I had to pay to go to, by the way. So it doesn't really fucking count. It's a mean fucking thing to deal with, but it's the truth. It doesn't really count if you have to pay. But the only other theater was the Northside Theater Company, and they're out of business. And so I might never work in my hometown again. I don't know. It's like I said before, they don't like me here because I'm black, and they don't want black people in their shows. It's very simple. They don't want black people in their shows. There's something about uh, quote-unquote liberal California. They just don't want you around. And if push comes to shove and they got to get rid of you and they get, and it comes down to keeping their white staff, they're going to do that. Just like my old company that I worked for uh, did. You know, they cut me loose because they said, we oh, well, we've made these white people all these promises and so we can't keep you around. Yeah, that's right liberal that's the yeah we're liberal go fuck yourself black people <laughs> what a joke what a lie what a vicious lie stop telling kids those lies stop it take that thing off of the of the casting notices you don't you don't you don't do colorblind casting i hear it all the time from the theater community well i don't think that someone who isn't uh, you know, a white should be a lawyer because that's just not convincing. <laughs> you 
can't play the that part because you're not there's no way anyone like you could ever do anything you know positive or good you have to be a drug dealer i got an offer for them recently to come play a drug dealer you listen to me right now okay you listen to me right now i don't want to play a drug dealer it's beneath me it's beneath my talent Anyone can play a drug dealer. Call some kid to come in and play it. I'm sure they'd love to do it. Come to me with real roles. And don't insult me by casting me as a fucking drug dealer during a race crisis. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? We have this whole Black Lives Matter movement so that, you know, people like us wouldn't be so insulted like that. And you turn around and spit in my face. How arrogant must you be to think that I would want to play your drug dealer during a racial crisis? And portray the, you know, prolong that stereotype about black men being drug dealers. Get out of here. Don't insult me. Don't insult my intelligence. I'm too smart to play a drug dealer. They always want to boil you down to some thug. They always want to make you out to be some brute. That's the thanks I get for 20 fucking years of entertainment in this state. Anyway, you're wrong. And I know you're wrong and I have proof. This is from the Harvard Business School. The title, unfortunately, is Minorities Who Whiten Job Resumes Get More Interviews by Dina Gerdeman. Minority job applicants are whitening their resumes by deleting references to their race with the hope of boosting their shot at jobs, and, res and research shows the strategy is paying off. In fact, companies are more than twice as likely to call minority applicants for interviews if they submit whitened resumes than candidates who reveal their race. And this discriminatory practice is just as strong for businesses that claim to value diversity as those that don't. You hear that with your colorblind casting? You get that part? Just as strong for businesses that claim to value diversity as those that don't. It's all a show, folks. All a show. I tell you all the time, and you call me crazy. Let's switch it around. Let's do what so many of you claim to do and look within for the crazy. And you'll find it. These research findings should provide a startling wake-up call for business executives. A bias against minorities runs rampant through a resume screening process at companies throughout the United States, says Catherine A. DeSellis, the James M. Collins Visting Associate Professor of Business Administration at Harvard Business School. Discrimination still exists in the workplace, Sedellis says. DeSellis says. Organizations now have an opportunity to recognize this issue as a pinch point so they can do something about it they won't they never do because they don't like us and it's like i always tell you get off my back about finding a job okay i'm gonna find a job where someone's gonna treat me right so get off my back i deserve the break that i took and i'm not unhappy about it you know why because i was fucking dying in those commutes and all the people, all the people who supposedly love me so much just let me do it. They just let me do it. Don't you understand why I am the way I am? So, yeah, I'm careful. I'm real careful. 
because they'll take advantage of you. Don't you get it? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you're the one who has to wake up. Stop telling me about waking up. You go and you abuse yourself at these jobs, and then you come home and you're like, yeah, I'm a man. You look ridiculous. You look ridiculous. You really do. Killing yourself over nothing, over some paper that will just get thrown to some other human. And then you want to deny discrimination because you got chosen. Yeah, because you're white. You got chosen. Good for you. Lecture me on the benefits of college. I went to college. Ain't done no benefit for me. Let's just wrap this up. Em employer callbacks for resumes that were whitened fared much better in the application pile than those that included ethnic information, even though the qualifications listed were identical. Identical. Same thing. Still. Still. The racism, the discrimination. 25% of black candidates received callbacks from their whitened resumes, while only 10% got calls when they left ethnic details intact. Among Asians, 21% got calls if they used whitened resumes, whereas only 11.5% heard back if they sent resumes with racial references. They hate Asians, and they hate black people. That's the show. All right, everyone, I hope you have a phenomenal day, evening, afternoon, fiesta, siesta, downtime, chill time, lunchtime, party time, whatever it may be. And remember, when life gets you down, you can always laugh at something else. Farewell, folks.